What's up, everybody? This is James Reese, the host and creator of the Cerebral Fit Podcast. In this special episode, we are making history. This is the episode where I conduct my first interview on this podcast. Pretty big deal. And the first person and the only person I think that, you know, I say I think I know, (laughs) correct myself right there, uh, that was just the best choice to go with was my father, James G. Reese. I sat down with him for about 30 minutes after a workout session over here this morning that we did here in New Mexico. And we just talked about life and fitness. Um, I really wanted to get the audience and listeners to to hear his story of how fitness has played a role in his life from when uh, when he was in the United States military to working in the oil fields here in uh, southeastern New Mexico. A lot of interesting stuff just um, coming from the man who brought me into this world, so I really hope you enjoy this. This is probably one of the most important, if not the most important episode I've ever done. Um, it just gives some insight into my personal life and, and those who uh, I consider a big influence, my father being a part Uh, along with my mother being the biggest influence in my life. So anyways, here's the interview with my dad, James G. Reese. (laughs) (laughs) You nervous? nervous (laughs) I guess. I don't know. You're my first interview on this. Oh, really? Yeah. So congratulations. (laughs) All right. This is my podcast, Cerebral Fit Podcast. I am doing my first interview with my father. We're both a bit nervous. Yes, I don't know why. We're in the comfort of his own home. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got Charlotte, Tara, and Big Sam in the background here. So you hear a couple dogs going crazy. That's them. Our audience. Our audience. Tara's looking at us both like, <laughs> like we're both crazy. So, but, yeah, this is the first interview. So this has been a long time coming, but here we go. So, yeah, we just, when did we get back from the gym? About an hour ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, about 30 minutes ago, something like that. Yeah, 30 minutes ago. So we went to one of the local gyms called The Core. It's been around for about half a year, right? About half a year? It opened up in June of of 2018. So pretty bad. Six, seven months, if you will. My math's a little crappy right now. Yeah. We got there, and we had a good workout. You know, we kind of beat... We're beating the New Year's crowd, if you will. So, and I know for me this week, I kind of labeled it a deloading week. So, mm-hmm. you know, which for those out there, it's like essentially you're working out, but you're not working out as hard. Right. So it's means just going to mm-hmm. keep active. So, all right, Dad, well, I've talked about, you know, you before. So for those that don't know you, who Hello. are you? <laughs> um, my name is James. Um, Matt's dad, of course. Uh, it's an honor to be his first guest. There you go. Uh, Hopefully I'll, uh, if you ask me any questions, hopefully I'll uh, give you a good answer and I'll do my best. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's just great to see, uh, experience, uh, on a, being on a podcast, podcast. I've never been on a podcast. Yeah, I don't know, it's pretty much a first for both of us, so I guess we're putting that down on the on the benchmark of accomplishments. I mean, granted, back in, I mean, in the 1980s and 90s and 2000s, I mean, I don't think... I mean, yeah, this is, I guess, the closest thing to a radio show that I have or mm-hmm. that podcasts are, so... Probably wasn't something you thought you'd be on one day, huh? No. <laughs> the closest to, I guess, like, if you could call it a... Uh, back in the... When I was growing up in the 70s, 80s, whatever. 70s, really... 
Like uh, you'd be listening to radio, you just call in for a song you want to hear, and that's close as <laughs> once if you want something, maybe you're you'd be on the yeah. on the in the air airways talking to the radio jockey. <laughs> I did that a few times. Call it over. You don't have to do that too much anymore, I guess. I don't know. Mm. Call it. Might, it no, I don't. You, you might. I quest line. <laughs> I think they. I know the Spanish station here, KLMA. <laughs> oh, had it. I don't know if they still do. Yeah. No tell. So like, getting into like in your case, you know, you've been into physical fitness for a long time. When did you first start, you know, getting into it, like, seriously? Oh, when I first, I started, <clears throat> well, during school, you know, we used to do well, physical activity, you know, physical fitness and PE or football or whatever. But uh, when I went into the military, I, uh, <clears throat> that's when... We used to do a lot of physical training, and that's, they still do, I'm sure. But back then, when I first went in the military, I remember we used to uh, we used to uh, do it every day. Mm-hmm. And then two years later, back in maybe 1980, maybe mm-hmm. they uh, they changed it to three times a week. I guess they research. They did yeah. the research. Talk to physical training companies. They they might have recommended, I guess, I don't know, to for us to or to do physical training just three days out of a week. Yeah. Uh, we used to wear our combat boots. To uh, when we ran, when I first went into uh, what they called uh, it wasn't basic training. It was a it was a reception station before basic training. Uh, we were running around boots, and I thought it was kind of funny, you know. So, man, <laughs> I never thought I'd be running in boots, but we were all, we started running in boots, and that's how we, we even qualified, I remember, for a physical training test in boots. Dang. So definitely not running in a pair of Nikes or anything yeah. like that, which I'm not even too sure if they got that going on today, but. I think they do. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I mean, I guess I could see, you know, Going from seven days a week to three days a week, how that would be with the recovery issues, you know, you'd have to because, I mean, that, you know how it is. I mean, just recover, you need that. You, you need to let your body rest. I mean, I remember back when I started, you, you know, in high school when I started lifting, you told me you need your recovery day. So that's why I started three days a week. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and we were just talking about it, how it's important to get that recovery in because I mean, you're no good if you do it seven, I mean, if you do it seven days a week and don't get enough sleep because life happens. Some nights you go four hours, some nights you go seven hours of sleep, but you need that recovery. So, but, I mean, that's pretty, I didn't, you know, three days a week. So y'all would just do a lot of body weight activities, push-ups, jogging, yeah, pull-ups. Just up. your basic, uh, <clears throat> we used to get up and do uh, warm-up exercises about six in the morning. And then uh, did we go on a, about a two-mile run or something like that. Yeah. And um, once in a while, they'd, they'd go, we'd run five miles. Yeah. And uh, when I was in Germany, going back to uh, who you asked me, uh, when I started getting into physical training, I, I, I enjoyed it while we were doing it in, in our basic. 
physical training in the military. On my own, I just do something. Uh, I joined gym, the gym and military in the base, mm-hmm. and I would jog, work out, and I enjoyed it. And it was makes you feel good and keeps you in, keeps you good and healthy. Yeah. You know, and of course, along with that, I, <clears throat> I mean, I used to eat good, you know what I mean, but I used to work it off. Yeah. And uh, but uh, when I went to Germany, uh, the I was in a alpha battery, second force, second field artillery, uh, Kronstein, McKee Barracks, and uh, the our commanding uh, he wasn't a general, but our commanding officer, he was a major. And he was uh, he was a uh, uh, headquarters. He, he would uh, he was in charge of the one five one infantry and the second fourth second fellow turret. But he was the lead runner, and he was uh, he he used to love to run. We we was running like ten miles a day, ten miles every other day. Every other day. Yeah, he was really good ho. <laughs> Shaved his head twice a week. That's what they said. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean it's. See, I'm typically like in December, I like to shave my head, but not this month. But that was when I was running a lot. But 10 miles, 10 miles, three times a week is... But, yeah, I mean, we didn't do it all the time, but every once in a while, whenever he, whatever he decided to run, we'd run. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds about right. Well, I'm going to run 15, so y'all... Colonel go. Van Horn, that was his name. Colonel Van Horn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you, a lot of the stuff that you learned in the military from your PT, when you left the military... Did you, I'm pretty certain that that stayed with you in terms of mm-hmm. like the conditioning yeah. aspect and all that. If you, especially if you enjoy it, you know, you, 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 you make it part of your, your life. It's important because, I mean, you know, when you're in your twenties, your, your body starts changing, you know, yeah. uh, male, female, whatever. And so you gotta, you gotta nourish your body, you work it out. Uh, I mean, you can't go wrong, right? You're doing all that. Yeah. And uh, you said the key word, it's part of your lifestyle. And, you know, you mm-hmm. can't. And seeing, you know, growing up, seeing you, I mean, you went from the military to oil field, and you still put in the hours in the gym, the homemade gym that we made at the small house. So, we, you know, the houses that mm-hmm. we lived in. And that was pretty cool, even though you'd go on a job for what, I mean. Yeah. And I, and but when I was in the oil field, uh, a lot of the, a lot of my workout, it kind of changed. I, I, I did, I was doing more running because that's really, my hours were unpredictable. I could work over 24 hours at one time and then go home for a few hours. And mm-hmm. but, uh, but I used to do my best to try and squeeze it into my schedule. And I would jog maybe three miles or so and uh, make me, you know, and I enjoyed it and I felt good. I remember that. And uh, for for uh, there was this back in maybe twenty years ago, <clears throat> I was run, jogging every day, but uh, I went for a fit, for a physical full physical, and uh, I learned then that because uh, I'm a results they call them, they want to talk to me and I, I was worried because I thought something was wrong, you know. Yeah. But it was just uh, the doctor. He asked me because well, uh, he he goes, well, do you do a lot of Heavy lift or something. Uh, what do you work? I don't know. I don't feel. I, I do. We do a lot of lifting. You know. Uh, try to stretch out when when I could. Most of the time, you know, you just get there and you gotta start 
working so you don't really stretch out the, the way you're supposed to but uh long story short i told him yeah i worked and did a lot of lifting and then i told him on my own time when i can i do a lot of jogging and he goes ah oh, do you how many times do you jog if I can, I do it every day. Oh, then he goes, that's it. He said my body was all bruised up yeah. inside. So, and I told him, yeah, that, you know, I, sh I should have known better, but, I, you know, I just, it's just, I enjoyed it, you know, so. Yeah. But I cut it back to three times a week. Three times a week. Well, you know, that's something, you know, going back to what you mentioned earlier, the, you know, the military, they researched it thinking, well, Every other week, and I mean, we're all guilty of that, especially that those of us who've worked out pretty con hard consistently. That you know, if we could have changed it, then yeah, because I, 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 you know, I used to jog a few years ago, five miles a day, six miles a day, at least six times a week. But then when I come back on it, you know, I, I it was good and bad. The bad in that your body, it does take a beating, especially your knees, and you know, you got to evolve. So, of course, you evolved in that circumstance where your body was telling you, you know, your mind's telling you, hey, you love it, you can do it. But your body's like, well, mm. you know, <laughs> maybe yeah. I don't I, I don't love it as much. So and I do I actually do remember that. I do remember you cutting back on that. You still did it, but you didn't do it as much. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's just funny how that works out. But my 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 the best run I think that I it's still even your mother remembers. Uh, we was living in El Paso, and uh, one morning I told her, "Hey, let's go. I'm gonna run up Trans Mountain. Uh, you know, Trans Mountains on the yeah. know, El Paso, Texas. Yeah. And uh, I started on the east side, on the at the bottom. And uh, she followed me in the car. You know, just but I went uh, halfway. I mean, I could have gone more, but I, I I just went halfway. But I made it, and I didn't. I wasn't even. How long is that? Tar. Uh, I would say that was back in 82, 1982. 1982. How long? Because I've driven oh. Trans Mountain, but I don't know. Oh, the, the length of it? Yeah, distance. Um, probably about um, maybe four miles. Four miles. I was uh, 10 degrees going up. <laughs> I mean, start out at 10 degrees or whatever. Yeah. And then you go up. Which, yeah, that's... I believe it's 10 degrees. So whoever lives in El Paso, they might disagree with me. But. <laughs> well, you used to live there, so you know, but still a lot of people can't do that. That's not... I've jogged up... A, I mean, uh, well, living in Seattle, we had... I lived on top of a valley, and I would jog up, up it. But, you know, Trans Mountain in El Paso, Texas... The altitude's higher, so you're not. That's very different from what I was doing. So you're, I mean, I'm sure the altitude in El Paso is, you know, you that few thousand feet in the air. You know, maybe more, maybe more than that compared to when you're at sea level because your lungs mm -hmm. can take it. Whereas mine, you know, I, I mean, I'd like to run up Trans Mountain just to, you know. Oh yeah. Last time we went, your mother asked me if you, if I thought you could do it. Oh, real easy. I mean. Uh, I mean, you're in a lot better shape, I feel, than when I was. I think, I mean, I, I, I'd give it a shot. I'd give it a shot. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of one of my goals for 2019 is just actually... Just warm up before you do. Yeah. Do. <laughs> I'd have Stretch to. Stretch out. Just run a 4K, 5K, but I mean, I bet they got to have 
five Ks over there, especially at that. There's no way that they would. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of five Ks up that mountain. But like one thing I did, I always want to ask you though is like with all the conditioning that you did in the, in the military and how that you continued on into the oil field, do you feel that that really helped you? you know, your longevity in the oil field, it's such a physical and demanding job. Do you think that that really, you know, kept you in a lot better? Yeah, I feel it did. But I feel it was most, most important was because I, <clears throat> you got to, you got to enjoy it. You got to yeah. make it feel part of your daily, mm-hmm. you know, you just got to enjoy it because not everybody enjoys working out yeah you know which is but you know i guess to people like us we and you know i say us but like a lot of people out there you know we're different and that's what i've been trying to tell my clients is that when i (laughs) i point at them and i say you're different we're all different than the majority of the people in the country and the world because we actively go to a gym continuously it's a part of our lifestyle so we're you know in a smaller percentage yeah it's gotten up, but we're still very different in that it's easy. It's not. It's it's easy for us. It's fun for us, and I think that's the probably the better word to use is fun for us. Um, you know, because I've had some clients and I've had some people that are like, I hate this. Which, when I hear that, it's strange to me that you know, and it shouldn't be strange, but that they mm-hmm. hate. And, I mean, it's I love it. I'm, yeah, you know, it's. it's, it's it'd be it'd be great if everybody enjoyed it, but yeah. It's not. Everybody is just not part of their priority, you know. Priorities, so. yeah, exactly. Priorities are just. I mean, we all have different. We're wired differently, so some people like that. And I mean, get a high off of it. I get a high off of running. I mean, I know. It's it's a nice feeling. It's that endorphins mm-hmm. that are kicking in. So. You know, nowadays you gotta make time. I mean, I, I'll admit, I, there's a lot of times I, I'm tired, uh, so I don't. I don't, I don't work out or anything, yeah. but uh, I know it used to be very important for me, and it still is. But I, I gotta get back into it, and I am, especially you know, so yeah. uh, just to start feeling good again or better. Yeah. You know, feeling better is the key word. I mean, we just, I mean, what was it, a year ago around this time? I was feeling like crap. So, I mean, I still worked out, but it's not. It's, it's I was just not where I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. But it's easy to kind of fall into that trap, especially in November, December, when we, we treat ourselves, you know, we, I mean, right, like we got cupcakes sitting next to us that have hardly been touched. Well, they've been sitting <laughs> overnight, so I'm not going to touch them, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, they, they, it's, it's nice, it's the holidays, it's the sweets. We all like sweets for the most part. I know I got a sweet tooth, but I control it with, you know, agave and some honey water, so I, I it's a mental game for me, but, you know, mm-hmm. you don't want to indulge too much. It's it's a treat yourself thing, but you know you have to. Don't make it a habit. Yeah. So, but like you know, you've just told me stories of going back to the oil field, but like you know, it, it's very dangerous. It's a very dangerous job, and a lot of people don't really realize that, especially if they don't live around here. But like you know, you mentioned to me sometimes where there was accidents around there. Did your physical fitness and being did it, do you feel that it really helped you be a bit more mentally aware, not not and physically aware of, you know, be mindful? Yes, I, I feel it, it did, you know. Uh, uh, you know, I just uh, wasn't as stressed out as I guess as maybe I could have been. But yeah. yeah, if you, you know, just by working out, 
you feel better, positive feeling, you know, and and if, then if you don't work out, then you feel bad because you don't, you just, okay. there's something, uh, an emptiness, you know, that, that, you know, you wish you could have done. Yeah. yeah. Or if you slow down or, it's all about recognizing, uh, you know, our decisions, you know, like if I make an effort to do something or yeah. if I don't, I, I I also recognize if I, that I didn't, so I, I don't blame nothing, no, you know, not working out or just life on, on other people, you know, or 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 jobs. It's, it's just um, you got to make the time. Got to make the time. And it's hard. It is hard. It's, I mean, it's hard to navigate it. I mean, like right now, I mean, it's such a, it's a hustle and bustle time. I mean, mm-hmm. November through December, you got all these parties, all these things you got to attend to. It's just the difference. So you're squeezing it into your schedule, trying to get in a good workout and a good meal, good sleep. It's tough, but I mean, especially during the holidays, but even in the normalcy of life, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's tough to kind of try and get all that in. But if I've learned anything from like you and mom, it's just, you can fit in those times. You can make them work, you know. When I was watching you in your 20s, your 30s, you know, your 40s, your 50s, and so on, even now, you know, you make time for that. And that's, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a skill. Multitasking is a skill. Time management is a skill. And you're not born with it. You have to work mm-hmm. at it. And so that's something that you try, you have to really, I mean, in this Amazon Prime society we live in, you know, we expect our results. We expect everything fast, easy, and a snap like that when it's not like that. You know, you have to put in that time and you have to work on it. So, I mean, right. But, uh, mm-hmm. yes, but I was really impressed, though, with that core. I mean, like I mentioned to you earlier on the car ride back, I mean, like the core facility in Hobbs, and that's just a really good facility. It's got everything. I mean, I love the cardio machines, it's, it's the swimming pool. It's just such a, you know, it's just a that's probably one of the best things that Hobbs in itself is invested in because, yeah, it's it's a community it's a community center, but you're also investing in your community and their health because this is preventative medicine, the way that I look at it. Because I mean, much like you, uh, you don't get sick all that often. You really, I mean, <laughs> yeah, knock on wood, and neither do I. But do you? I mean, I'm I'm pretty much I can attribute that my physical well being, my wellness, has kept me out of the doctor's office i mean i don't know about you but i mean how many i've only made one er visit because but the only reason i had to make that visit was because tsa told me to because (laughs) yeah but er visit yeah but i mean you haven't i can't recall time you had to go no i mean yeah yeah, i've never been hope i never do (coughs) you know but uh uh, we're talking about on today's prices on like on the core yeah i to me it is cheap because back in the when i was a member of international fitness center mm-hmm. i was paying 35 dollars a month compared to that's a lot then yeah right now i'm paying 20 yeah. something just because of of my military and then my my senior discount or whatever yeah. but uh the to me the i don't the price i'm surprised the prices aren't 60 70 yeah or or, or more because uh today's uh, Workout machines or facility itself are way better than back in back in the day in the seventies eighties. Yeah, I mean that's a 
Thirty-five dollars back then—that's that's that's, that's yeah, a lot. That's and even thirty-five dollars now is still pretty. It, it's pricey because where I train at with my clients, the club over at the falls, and I can say it now because they just got bought out. So, but uh, it uh it runs about thirty-five ninety and up. Mm-hmm. But the amenities at the core far far exceed the ones that were out train at in Lubbock. So. I mean, you're getting a good deal. And yeah, I, I am putting, I am putting the core out there. I definitely recommend that place. I mean, it's uh, the best. It's honestly the best gym facility, bar none, that I've ever been to in terms of what it has to offer. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's so. I am throwing my recommendation out there. You know, hey, if you're in Hobbs, New Mexico. Go there. It's an investment, and I mean, that's something that. You, I've been associating more with your well-being and you're, you're investing not just you know your money into what you're buying and what your membership, but you're mainly investing in yourself because you're investing in your health. You're you're cutting back on doctors bit on doctor bills that you don't think, you know, mm-hmm. you know by taking care of yourself you, that lessens and those things aren't cheap as we all know. Your you know medicine's not cheap, you're, but you're cutting back on all that, right. you know, and so like. That's when the diet comes into play and what you eat. And we've been, we've been talking about this for the past few days and now that's going to, you know, mm-hmm. we're going to take out a few variables because we're all on a diet. And that word gets a bit taken out of context a lot, you know, for mm-hmm. honestly forever. We're on a diet, some better than others, but, you know, you've made some changes to your diet the past few years, which has been significant because, you know, and right. so have I. But it, it's, you know, 2019, I guess the way I look at it, is well it's like I look at every year but this year focusing a lot more on my diet deconstructing it looking at the micros that I've talked about and the macros and just really learning that math and you know I just a lot I want to change about that because you know recovery once again is the is the key thing because the better your recovery is the better off you're going to perform in the gym you're going to be you know you're just going to be better off and like longevity, I think that's mm-hmm. something that I think across the board we all want. We want to live longer. We want to, in the days that we're here, because tomorrows aren't guaranteed, you know, you want to live the best life, mm-hmm. best health that, right that we have right now. <coughs> so, you know, but that's an interesting, I mean, mm-hmm. way to look at it. Going back to that core, you know, it's real impressive. You know, a lot of different machines there and whatnot. I'm not saying that the other gyms and hubs don't provide that, but it it's got a lot of stuff. I mean, oh yeah. Stretching the stretching machines, you don't see a lot in most gyms, and they really put money into that. You have a vast array of cardio machines, like the one you were telling me about. It's a good one because of the elevation and stuff. Mm-hmm. The one I was messing with, I mean, it's got it all. Yeah. I did some battle ropes today earlier too. So. <laughs> And then swimming pool. I, I didn't get to go to the third. I like to go to therapies swimming pool. Yeah. But I, I didn't make it today. Yeah. I'll make it tomorrow. So. But you know, <coughs> for the, for like, we're we're not getting any younger. We're all getting older. That's the one constant in life is that we're all getting older. But like, mm-hmm. you've evolved the way that you work out, so you can't. You know, you know, and I know. There's certain things that I can't do when I was a teenager. We do today. Well, 
let me get back to you people on that because I think there's still a lot of things I could do better now as a 34-year-old than I could do as an 18-year-old. But, like, even when you've gotten older, like, look at Schwarzenegger and Stallone. You know, they've evolved the way that they worked out. You know, as you've gotten older, is that something that's really kind of like you've looked at, you know, to a... Like, you know. I would say, yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> and, I, and, and you know, uh, I'm going to start... Yeah, during the holidays or yeah. lately, I I just was working a lot, but I'm gonna squeeze it in there. I'm gonna make sure I go in there and work out and you know and try to make it a, a, you know just a daily or a daily routine. Yeah. So I can feel better. Go to the therapy pool in the evenings. That's a nice, yeah. That is a nice therapy pool and swimming across the board is one of the best exercises like mom she's mm -hmm. doing it i mean that's awesome that she's doing it you know like getting better and better at it mm -hmm. and you know swimming i know is something that i don't get to do because i don't have i mean i have access to a pool but it's closed it's an outdoor pool but this this facility has an indoor pool so that makes it a year-round thing which is even better and like you know i know that if i had access to it like a pool right now an indoor one that swimming would definitely be part of what i did because it's just mm -hmm. i mean you're, you're building that lean muscle you're getting your conditioning better and to me it's logical because you never know when you're going to be in a situation where you need to swim it's crazy as that sounds sitting in new mexico you never know <laughs> you never know but yeah i mean that's such a and that's another thing i guess in closing is just to wind everything up but like you know, preparing for the unknown is one of my big things about, because I'm not training to be a bodybuilder. I'm not training to be a power lifter. The way that I've always looked at it is I'm training for life. I'm, I'm going in there to be ready for those things that don't occur. Like when your car breaks down, you may have to push it out of the way or, you, you know, you mm -hmm. may have to, to defend yourself. You know, I know I have in my life. And is that something that, <coughs> you know, going back to the oil field thing, you know, that, there were those moments, scary moments that y'all have out there that, you know, I think, you told me about that story, there was a crane falling and then you were just, oh, you ran essentially for your life. Yeah. I uh, was over there by the website between Carlsbad and Hobbs and, <clears throat> um, was it a, what they call a pulling unit, I don't know, it's a workover unit that they have out there and they were, uh, they had like 10,000 feet of three inch iron. Uh, at that time, the the tool man, which they called the Packer man, he was the tool. He couldn't set it where they wanted it, and uh, so I was. I've been running hard and tired, and I just, just, I was just holding on to our our two inch iron, you know, because our line going up to onto the wellhead, and uh, then all of a sudden I felt I felt a uh, I heard a unusual noise and then the weight of the of the pot hit the ground then I look back and I seen everybody running so I started running too okay. and uh, glad I did because it didn't take long to realize there was something, going, something, <laughs> something bad was going on yeah. Uh, so yeah I was running towards them I was a pump operator back then and I was running towards my pump which was maybe a hundred yards away, and uh, I could hear metal, the sound of metal, and then I felt I'm running for my life. I, you know, I didn't look back until I went past my pump truck, and then 
Then I look back and uh, all the tubing crushed the pump, the pull unit, the workover unit. The uh, <coughs> operator was still standing there, but uh, we all went over there to see. Who, hopefully, nobody was hurt bad. There was there was two people that were hurt, but the ambulance got there. But the operator, pulling the operator, he was I guess he was in shock, yes, because he couldn't move. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> we, we all helped him out, help him, and yeah. so he could <clears throat> got him to safety and see if he needed medical attention. <clears throat> but that was it. That was what happened at that time. But yeah, the, you just never know. I mean, that's there's a lot of there's more good safe days. Yeah. I mean, you just never know when someone's not gonna some gonna happen yeah. something bad exactly and so that's i mean you never know i mean you can sit there and be as prepared and then bam but i'm glad I, going back to physical yeah i'm glad i was running pretty fast so i'm glad i was staying in shape because <laughs> yeah. if i'd have been in bad shape i don't know how slow i would have been yeah <laughs> i mean that's <laughs> you know that's one of the scary things though is that people take for granted is the fact that you know that this won't their days of not being in the gym or the days of eating crap won't catch up with them because those moments where mm -hmm. you're going to need to run. I mean, yeah, adrenaline <laughs> can only take you so far, but, yeah. I mean, it's... I know I've had my moments. <laughs> yeah. A lot of moments. And probably more than I wish I could. I, but, it, I mean, you, those, teach you, those moments teach you lessons of the, the mm -hmm. importance of not just being aware mentally, but also physically aware mm -hmm. of what you can do, what you can't do, your limits. And, yeah. I mean, uh, going back to like that movie, Forrest Gump, you know, where he's running, mm -hmm. you know, that, you know, I've been in those situations and this, this situation you just described kind of sounds like that. You're just running. You're just mm -hmm. running for your life. And, so. <coughs> and actually, when I was running, I was, I mean... I was just running because I, I could see like shadows and I was just running in case <coughs> the, the, the tubing or something was coming towards me, I, then I'd run that away, but uh, I was too far away really. I'm, I'm glad I'm, the man above, he helped us because nobody was, nobody was fatally injured or, or there was no fatalities, just scrapes and all that stuff. Which, <laughs> Which in that line of work, you know, that's mm -hmm. you get hurt. Yeah. Pretty certain you're gonna get hurt, so one of the reasons I stayed out of it. <laughs> that's why everybody's gotta be um everybody's you know, and I'm sure I'm sure that safety's big time nowadays has gotta be because you know, you have a lot of inexperienced people working and those are the ones that you gotta yeah. the ones that are experienced that they they take care of them because they don't it, you know they don't have the experience that or seen stuff mm -hmm. so everybody's got to be one one team there you go okay. take care of each other and, and that's, that's about it really you know what do one things down is there anything i mean that you want to just kind of final thing about i just i, I just I'm very, i just want to say i'm very happy to see you that you enjoy working out I'm sure you'll do your best to continue it because mm -hmm. <clears throat> it should be part of your daily life, and it is. And there's going to be days that, you know, you won't work out, but just continue it because it should help you, it, and it will. You know, so 
live a long, healthy life. Yeah. Adds on the years. Mm-hmm. So, other than that, I guess that'll be it. Okay. <laughs> guess we'll s- we're out. <laughs> <laughs> Reese, Reese Boy is out. <laughs>all enjoyed that special episode of the cerebral fit podcast that interview was a long time coming i know i finally was able to do that and it felt good doing it you know it brought another um i guess different flavor to the to the podcast you know finally a chance to sit down with a guest especially it being my father and just talk you know that's something that needs to that uh in 2019 i'm gonna definitely do more of you know it was a lot easier than i thought i mean I'm, I, I hate to remind everybody again but this is not the most this is a basic grassroots podcast i've started um i'm not fancy i don't got a studio behind me i'm not a big name but i want to do this as a means to just put myself out there and get my story out but also include those that have been a, a part of my story and getting me to where i'm at today that of which being my father so i really hope y'all got a good chance to peek into the backstage <laughs> backstage view look at look at me here sounding up trying to sound professional but peek into my personal life and uh, just who my father is you know and i got nothing but great things to say about him he uh, brought me into this world definitely introduced me to the fitness game uh he himself was a personal trainer back in the 1980s briefly shortly after he left the military but um man yeah really enjoyed sitting down with him that was pretty cool and uh, it was totally kind of sporadic you know we just got back from the gym i said hey let's just do a quick little interview for the podcast see how it goes and I felt it went wonderfully, so uh, hopefully we'll have him back on the Cerebral Fit Podcast here pretty soon. Sooner or later, it depends, but I think he had a good time, and uh, hopefully we'll get some other guests here coming up pretty soon just to add a bit more uh, fire to this podcast. So for James Reese, this is the official last episode of 2018. I'll see you on 2019. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. 2019, here we come.